0: Well, as we head into hour two of our daily three-hour tour, it is a delight to bring a new guest. We were just speaking in the previous hour about Will Durant um, and his 11-volume series on the rise and fall of civilizations. He has seven elements that make a civilization of those. One of those seven is education. And for anyone who's been following education stories in Arizona lately— uh, a couple weeks ago, a delightful uh, aid and rescue plan came to Arizona. Uh, PragerU uh, is now part and parcel of Arizona's education options system. And uh, to talk a little bit more about it, as I say, brand new guest, delighted to have her, Jill Simonian. She is the director of outreach for PragerU Resources for Educators and Parents and PragerU Kids. Uh, Jill Simonian, welcome. Thank you for joining us.
2: Thank you so much for having me, Seth. Thank you.
0: Oh, it's my pleasure. Is Jill okay, or would you prefer Miss Simonian?
2: Oh no, Jill is great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I should have already. Well, I should
0: have done it off air. I know. <laughs> That's how friendly we are. Yes, already. First time guest. Tell us a little bit about yourself. How you came to be doing what you're doing.
2: So I have a little bit of an unlikely story. Good. I actually have a background in mainstream media and i spent about 20 years being a television contributor for entertainment news and pop culture news and then after i got married and uh started having children i have two children i began doing on-camera segments about parenting and family lifestyle and and really fun segments about family life and and i worked for, you, you know, almost two decades on Los Angeles local television, on some, at some of our news stations, and then I did some national segments all about family lifestyle and parenting. Oh, and then the lockdowns hit, yep. and I became very vocal about the overreaching mandates, oh, good. and uh, suddenly found myself spontaneously and unexpectedly presented with a job offer from a nonprofit called PragerU, and I was a little bit familiar with them, but I went online to prageru.com and I started to learn more about the videos that, uh, you know, that, that they make. And now I can say we make about freedom of speech and freedom of thought and, and, uh, and, and good character and, and, you know, equality under God and all the things that make America wonderful. And the CEO said, we are going to start doing children's videos to emphasize good character and knowledge of history and cultural literacy and, and we want you to be one of our founding uh, creators of the content, since you're a mom with your media background. And I, I just sort of signed on, and, and it's been three years. And we have almost, you know, we have hundreds of series, uh, excuse me, hundreds of episodes now for kids kindergarten through 12th grade.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. Well, God bless. and uh, uh, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you bet. And welcome to Arizona, too. We could sure use you. Um, I'd love to talk a l- well, before you do, you were doing two decades of commentary in LA TV. Gosh, I wonder if you—I was really good friends. He died about ten years ago, so you may not have crossed paths. He's a little bit, quite a bit older, but I wonder if you knew Bruce Hershenson, who used to do things like that. I say. did
2: not. I did not know. And I was very much—I was very much in the entertainment bubble. You okay. know, I did. Like I said, I—I I worked for various news stations. In Los Angeles, but I was in the entertainment and pop culture bubble, so I was never doing real news. He may have ended
0: doing fake fluffy news. (laughs) Well, the culture is more important. Uh, He may have ended doing that. He was quite a bit. He may have ended doing that uh, before you got into it anyway. But anyway, dear friend of mine and Dennis Prager's, actually.
2: um, Oh, wow.
0: Anyway, um, passed away a few years ago. All right, Prager, you in Arizona. Tell us in Arizona what we can expect and the help that has come from Los Angeles.
2: Sure. So it's really exciting for all of us because like I said, we started the idea of Prager U Kids in January of 2021. And quite frankly, it started as it started as an online parent and educator discussion group mm-hmm. where we would offer suggestions to each other on Facebook, uh, parent to educator, educator to parent talking about The types of literature and books and lessons and curriculum that we as parents could use that reinforced our American values. Mm -hmm. And so it started as sort of like a sharing resources type of discussion. And we quickly, quickly started in Prager U fashion. We always like to say that we like to do the impossible and that we like to build the plane while we're flying it. That's the metaphor that we often (laughs) use. So we started, we started creating kids' shows. That were very simple. We started with me doing a story time show for young children that is still on our website. If you go to PragerUKids.com, most of our content is free. Mm -hmm. We do have books and magazines that are for purchase. But all of our videos are free on our website that parents can subscribe to for free. And we started with our story time show called Otto's Tales. Um, and it was a storytime show about good character mm-hmm. and American values mm-hmm. and freedom and liberty and teaching young children what those, uh, what those concepts and ideals were and how in America, in America, we are created equal under God and we have rights and, you know, all of these wonderful basic fundamental things. And then we quickly started adding different series that tackled different, um, topics. So we added a series called How To for the, uh, older kids, middle school kids that taught life skills. Like, uh, what does it mean to be, have good citizenship? What does it mean to have good character? How do you ace a job interview? How to start a conversation? You know, and then we, um, we, we quickly amassed right now, I think our, 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 our episode count is over 300 episodes oh, of nine different video series for kids kindergarten through 12th grade and, uh, you know, tackling these American values and really celebrating and educating kids about our history. And um, we knew that, yes, it is in the hands of parents for free to use in our homes, um, you know, and it's it's free for any teacher to use, really, across the country. Uh, but we knew that one of the goals... That aligned with, you know, the, the vision of raising a generation to understand our America and to love America through our fault, we understood that we needed to earn these partnerships with schools in various, in you know, hopefully all 50 states eventually, that would allow our content to be used as supplemental material mm-hmm. per teacher discretion. If the teacher thought it was appropriate, we wanted to make sure that our content uh, because it celebrates goodness and, you know, it's, it's age appropriate, it's wholesome. We wanted to make sure that our content could be included in schools if a teacher saw fit, um, without that teacher having to be scared that they were going to be reprimanded. Uh, because, you know, as, if anyone who follows us or follows you and, you know, is a, is an avid listener and knows what's going on in this world, you know, a lot of people who are like-minded like us, we are, constantly attacked. I want to eyes. come back.
0: Yeah, I want to come back to that point. Can you stay yeah. a little bit or do you do you have a time? Yeah, of okay. Course. Thanks. No, We're talking things. great. Jill Simonian, she is the director of outreach for PragerU Resources for Educators and Parents. Uh, PragerU.com. I wrote down some of the stuff you guys um some of the material you guys uh, uh distribute disseminate and promulgate. Uh, I I'm well familiar with it, but I wrote down your words equality independence, citizenship, and I thought you know what we used to call that when I was growing up? School. That's what we used. To. Yeah. If someone said, "Well, where are you sending little Seth to second grade?" Well, we found this school that equal- you know it emphasizes equality, independence, and citizenship. They would have thought, "And how is that different from any other school?" And the funny thing yeah. is, and we didn't know this until recently. As a movement and mass, I knew it, you knew it, but most people didn't know it. That ain't what school teaches anymore, is it?
2: I know it's not. It's not, and our, t- our schools have become. Uh, you know, the, the go-to word is indoctrination camp. Uh-huh. And what that means in you know layman's terms is that our curriculum are the lessons. Everything is politicized. Math is politicized. Yep. Math can now, I don't know if you've heard the rumors, but math can now be racist. Yes. And it's, you know, math yes. is uh, an example of white supremacy. There is white math
0: now, yes, exactly. There is white math yeah. because if
2: you get a right answer, it's seen as oppressive uh-huh. to those who might think otherwise. I, I still can't reconcile that, no matter how much I open-minded I try to be. Yeah, right. But our schools are raising activists and the teachers' unions and the bureaucrats have overstepped the boundary of what is appropriate and inappropriate, and they're teaching children that they are either victims or oppressors, and we don't believe in any of that. No no reasonably-minded person does.
0: No, i got to take a break, Jill. We'll come back and do more of this. I was thinking you're open-minded, but not even you can understand white math. (laughs) My old boss who knows something about education, Reagan's Education Secretary, Bill Bennett, he used to say— We want you to have an open mind, but not so open that your brains fall out. And that's what has to happen for you to get the open mind necessary to get to white. Jill Simonian is our guest from PragerU. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. Jill Simonian is my guest. She is the Director of Outreach for PragerU Resources for Educators and Parents, uh, PragerU.com, now available uh, in uh, schools in Arizona. Uh, Without retribution, if so, wanted. You know, Jill, I was just thinking, um, having quoted my old boss, Bill Bennett, he used to point out that, um, you know, in 20th and then 21st century America, everything, almost every institution in our country, you know, was open to reform, change, innovation, and one of the last precincts, last institutions so resistant to any change whatsoever really was our education system. And so what you guys have done at Prager U is nothing short of miraculous. You have created serious constitutional reform and innovation in the delivery of uh, education, intelligence, pedagogy. So A, hats off to you for it. Um, Talk a bit about the resistance, because it is, it is astounding to me. You may have seen this. I'm, I'll let you talk in a minute. Sorry, just get it all out, and then <laughs> sure. you can go. We have a congressman from Arizona, unfortunately. His name is Raul Grijalva. And when Prager PragerU came to Phoenix a couple weeks ago... He wrote out in a press statement, Just as congressional Republicans want to ban books and eliminate diverse points of view, PragerU's intent is to indoctrinate our children with disinformation. I urge the decoupling of this unholy partnership created by extremist Arizona <laughs> superintendent. Uh, never mind the incongruity that he's bewailing, <laughs> right, banning of books. He wants to ban PragerU all in the same sentence. But you, you've you dealt with this your whole PragerU career. I've dealt with it my whole career, too. It's nonsense, and I—they yes. just want to own the entire terrain, don't they? They want to own the entire terrain.
2: Well, I tell you, I used to get very worked up and angry about this, but now I just laugh yeah. because—and and most of us at Prager, you kids, will just laugh at this. We have endured over the past, you know, few years. We have endured, no joke, hundreds and hundreds of hit pieces about us. Mm-hmm. NBC's Meet the Press just did a huge hit piece—a twelve-minute segment hit piece on us. They came to our... Studios, we opened the door, we spent the entire day with them, and virtually every single thing in the segment that was cited about us was straight up a lie. Mm-hmm. I gave a full interview that dispelled the lies that they did not use a lick of. Mm-hmm. Our CEO, Marissa Strike, gave a full you know, 15 minute interview that they did not use a lick of, her sit down interview, because it would have disproven their entire narrative in the edited 12 minute segment. That aside, The thing that gets me, especially when you cite the Arizona congressman that wrote that opinion of his, is what we're doing at PragerU Kids is literally offering an option. None of our materials in Arizona or any other state that we have approved partnerships with, and that includes Florida, Montana, um, new hampshire oklahoma none of the states are mandating our materials in any way we're offering full transparency for parents so that parents are fully informed hey if a teacher wants to use a prager you kids video in the classroom they can here's all the videos for free for you to view in their entirety on the prager website go look at them I mean, everything is transparent. (laughs) We're offering an option. We are really expanding educational freedom and transparency. And for them to equate us with banning books. No one's right. banning anything.
0: I almost I, I'm laughing because I almost want to go, call you guys wimps. I'd mandate it. <laughs> I'd mandate yeah, you guys. Know, right? You're no, not strong enough for No you are.
2: We're not mandating I know, I know, I know, nothing. Nothing is mandated. And that's the most hilarious part of it.
0: But also the quality of what you put out, and I don't just mean the, the, the artistic nature of it. I, I don't mean the technical nature of it. The content, the merits of what you guys have. I, I, I've i been in HK a long time. It's the best of the best. And it, that's, Thank you. you know, it really is. And it's the kind of stuff, you know, your parents and mine grew up with, except, mm-hmm. you know, related to the modern modern moment and era. And and that's the thing when you look at these criticisms that they wouldn't err a fair piece about you on Meet the Press, or that you get congressmen berating you as if this is some kind of return of some antediluvian sewage water. You know, it's they just don't want us to exist. I'd like to count myself as us with you. They don't want us around at all because they know once we get there, the joke is over. I think they know that. Once parents contrast what they're getting now with this stuff, They'll wonder why they're getting the old stuff.
2: And the jig, the jig is up because, you know, a lot of these uh, leftist outlets, like, you know, the lying media, right. I like to say personally, they'll accuse us of misinformation and all the, you know, adjectives that go along Never with but they Never no, an example. No, and what they fail to recognize is the people that are writing and fact-checking yep. and double and triple fact-checking right. our content— are in fact, we have credentialed teachers, yep. we have people with masters in education, yep. we have historians that have worked for the government, by the way, yep. and w- I don't understand. Well, accusations because they don't—they're not
0: true. Well, yeah, that's exactly right. But that—that's how they do it. You know, they—they put—they slap a label on it so that everyone can go back to the society we all thought we didn't want—one of prejudice. It's prejudging. That's what it is. It is, yeah. And they—and they know how good it is, and they know that what they're teaching is a lie. And if they didn't know that, they wouldn't censor you on places like the New York Times and NBC. They wouldn't censor you. They'd let your stuff stand on its own two feet in the marketplace of both ideas and educational consumption. But they won't let you do that because they know what people will choose. They know.
2: And it is really encouraging because when we look at our video views, 18 million views last year just for the kids' content alone. Right. So it's heartening to know that. People are waking
0: up. Yeah, I, I, I think it is. And I, I think I, I thought to myself, the moment you guys start doing this, what was your first state? I, I I don't remember what your first state was. Was it Florida? I just don't remember. The but,
2: first state was, yes, the first state yeah. was Florida. Well, yes. When
0: I heard that, I remember when I heard or saw that news, I thought, OK, now the game is over. The game is over <laughs> once they start getting this good content. And, and parent can, parents can see the difference of that, which they were abhorred by during 2020, with this, mm-hmm. which would be... Not only something that's an antidote to the abhorrent stuff that kids are getting, but it's so far superior. And it is, as you said, peer-reviewed. And it is, as you said, accurate. And that's why they have to lie about you when they want to criticize you. It's that simple.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't disagree.
0: <laughs> well, Jill, I, what, tell me the website. If parents and teachers want to access or do more, it's PragerU.com, or uh, what would you recommend? It's,
2: yes, you can always go to PragerU.com. We have all of our content up there. But if you want to go directly to the children's videos that are specifically, uh, you know, uh, elementary school and middle school history uh financial literacy. We have life skills, teaching goodness, good character. Um, We have, uh, you know, we have a civics series called Street Smarts. That is all free at PragerUKids.com.
0: PragerUKids.com.
2: Yeah, PragerUKids.com. And then you can also peruse our different uh, children's books that we have uh, teaching about our American holidays right. and our local heroes and and our educational magazines. And in fact, we have a special that's happening right now for free. It's like a one time offering. We have educational magazines about every single president. And for right now through Presidents Day, parents can go to prageruks com and download the president the presidential educ the educational magazines about presidents from Washington to Lincoln all Fabulous. 16 presidents and download them for free onto um onto their computer.
0: Well done Jill Simonian. PragerU. you. Thank you. Thank you. Was this the ad that ran?
1: Indeed it is, but this is the original.
0: Who's the voice? I don't know. We got to find out.
1: We got to find out? Yeah. I could also play you the one that Frank did for him.
0: No, I know that one. High hopes. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. All right. You wanted to talk Super Bowl ads? Talk at me. What you got, young me? David? Me?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm wearing a Kennedy, a uh, John Kennedy pin today. Yeah. <laughs> Let me preface that. Bring a John Kennedy pin today because what a crazy, I thought it was kind of cool ad. It was a cool ad. Kennedy it campaign was a cool ad. In the middle of the Super Bowl. It was Best a, ad I saw all It day. was.
0: Mine, too. Mine, too. And um, I agree. There was something just classic about
1: it. It was Americana.
0: <clears throat> it was. And unfortunately, Bill will hate this. Unfortunately, Robert Kennedy Jr. has apologized publicly Did to his you family for it yes. because they were upset.
1: It was on Twitter. It was the weirdest thing. He apologized for the. Airing of the ad by a super PAC right. that he said he was unaffiliated sure. with, while having the ad pinned well, that's on his—that's okay. His that's okay. Top, top, it's okay.
0: Tweet. I mean, I, that's okay to do it. It's fine. Um, he shouldn't have apologized to his family. They shouldn't have taken offense. I think he
1: should have just ran with it. Exactly.
0: Yeah. There's nothing to be ashamed of here. It's his family too. It's his last name too. In fact, he may have more claim to it, given the fact that he's junior. Uh, to his dad, I mean you know I get that he 's controversial within the family too bad too bad i 'm controversial in my family <laughs> you know we're all we're all we 're all probably doing something right if we if we have a if if we challengeth our own house just a little bit right i don 't know maybe i shouldn 't have said that that 's where the line inherit the wind comes from, but it was the best dad
1: he who troubleth his own household shall inherit the wind I was in that play.
0: Oh, you were? I was. You know, it distorts the whole story. You know, in the... In the, the Scopes, whole, the real Scopes monkey trial? Yeah, yeah. Or, or the Bible? No. <laughs> not. no the Scopes <laughs> trial. It gives the false impression that Scopes was vindicated and Clarence Darrow won. That's not what happened. William Jennings Bryan team won.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Really Everyone thinks that, the other way. A months later. Huh? But, yeah. yeah really and then he died. Die. Yeah, yeah. You know
0: why Clarence Darrow said he died? No, he said his stomach exploded. <laughs> <laughs> he was a man of heft.
1: Yes, yes, I've seen the pictures.
0: Um, I'm a kind, of, I'm kind of a Clarence Darrow geek. I know a lot about him uh, for a lot of reasons. Uh, young David, were there other ads? that that going to church had got some controversy? Did you follow any of that stuff? Mm,
1: the one called uh, uh, there He were, Gets Us. Yeah, there were a few iterations yes, I of did it. See that? Did that Seem bother it you? Be... It bothered some. Well, I really wasn't watching the screen at the time. I was probably getting a uh, a second helping of the seven-layer dip that I made over the weekend. Bean dip? I well, it did have beans in there. There was sour cream and some salsa and some cheese and guacamole and black olive and lettuce and tomatoes. And I think that's all the layers. No
0: meat. Joey Joey Tribbiani put meat. No, in there was his, no meat. No. Or jam, meat and jam, I
1: think. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Um, I I saw things on Twitter about it. After the fact. But honest to goodness, I didn't see it myself on yeah. television. I watched it yesterday night and yeah. this morning. Yeah. It seemed to be a little overtly political and not un- un- There was some of that. So.
0: Yeah, there was some of that. And then there was another ad I liked that you did. Oh, the VW ad I kind of liked. You didn't like it.
1: It was cute because it had all of the retro advertisements yeah. and Volkswagen was notorious. And Neil having... Diamond had a Neil Diamond oh, yeah. song. It, it, Volkswagen was notorious for having very interesting advertising campaigns in the 60s. I think I sent you one of them.
0: Yeah, you did. You sent me an interesting one. Um, That was a a real one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it was. It was uh, from a magazine, and it talked about their plant wolf something that had 3,000 employees and now has 60,000. I looked it up. It, <laughs> it has now 60,000 employees. Well, in an
1: era when car advertisements used to have bright, bold colors, yeah. big fins, yeah. and models, yeah, Volkswagen was just putting a simple picture yeah. of the bug in black yeah. and white and, yeah. and and saving money. On like
0: me and John Conley were just common so it, men.
1: it just it harkened back to those days, yeah. and I liked that. Yeah. The electric van is going to be... A new rendition. You know what they were advertising, right? I saw They're remaking it, yeah. the hippie van, yeah, the classic it. van from yeah, the 70s. The van, yeah, the Scooby Doo van. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't think it was that great. There yeah. Some aspects of it I didn't like. Yeah, it.
0: I know. I know. I, I, it was my second favorite, though. All right, good enough. 6025080960, thus constitutes our culture. What? 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 You have more? No, I'm just Oh, I fiddling. thought you were getting mad at me.
1: Fiddling we'll roam burns. Okay.
0: We'll be right back. <laughs> This is Seth Leapson here, are my friends from the Midas Gold Group War Room. The MAGRA veterans at Midas point out that the Federal Reserve note does not belong to you. It belongs to the Federal Reserve Bank. But the federal debt, that doesn't belong to the Federal Reserve Bank. That belongs to you. It's your wake-up call to what the Midas Gold Group veterans believe the central bank and government are trying to do. A controlled demolition of our current system with a central bank digital currency to take complete and utter control of our transactional freedoms. Protect yourself. Turn this wake-up call into a phone call to veteran-owned Midas Gold Group. That's 480-360-3000. Or go to MidasGoldGroup.com. That's 480-360-3000 or MidasGoldGroup.com. Always faithful, Midas Gold Group. MAGA, I'm proud of it, MidasGoldGroup.com. Mr. Bill sent me an email. Unfortunately, I didn't see it until too late. But you were saying your Kindelach used the... uh, PragerU videos, and you guys know um, uh, Jill Simonian uh, very much. I guess she narrates some of them or participates in them. And you like them. Two thumbs up, huh? Highly recommended. It's good stuff, right? This is why they don't want us to exist, because they know that what they have is indoctrinational. And um, I think of PragerU and their videos and the kind of information that they're putting out. You know, I, It's that old Dwight... Lyman D.L. Moody, quote, you know D.L. Moody of D.L. Moody, young David? Yeah, he, his head raised. He, of course he knew. Who Moody Bible Institute. Yeah, of course. He had a great line. It's really a great motto in life, too. But it fits, it suits Prager U. Sometimes the best way to point out— you taking notes, David? Sometimes the best way to point out that a crooked stick is crooked— is not to yell at it or criticize it or denounce it. It's just to lay a straight stick alongside next to it. Well, Prager, you is the straight stick. Prager, you is the straight stick. What were you trying to point out to me? Your wristwatch? What? Mm-hmm. What?
1: Oh, you said take notes. Oh, okay. Did you? I was pantomiming taking notes right here in studio for you. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like Obviously taking a reservation. It right over he your doesn't. Head. He doesn't do it. It's just yeah. Oh, no, you want me to riff off of that? Sure, will. It sounds a lot like uh, what Lewis said. For how would I know a line was straight without having? Or I messed it up already. How would I know a line was crooked without having some understanding of what a straight line was? Well, that's right,
0: uh, and. That really is how the human brain functions through instruction, isn't it? It's through a paradoxical, um, par- paradoxical illustration. Um, this is why we tend to dislike and probably should dislike more the uh, saturation of superlatives. Um, if everyone's a winner, then winning doesn't mean anything, right? You have to have—well— I use this a lot in the context of Republicans and conservatives being denounced as fascist. If every Republican and conservative or even Republican, any Republicans or conservatives that we know of from them, you know, from 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 prominence, if if they're fascists and communists, fascism and communism or fascists and Nazis is what they're typically called. Fascism and Nazism doesn't mean anything anymore. If you know, if Donald Trump is the instantiation of Adolf Hitler, how bad could Adolf Hitler have been? Not so bad. Not so bad, especially <laughs> you'll like this. Especially in light of this NBC news headline. More voters are rating you'll like this, Mr. Bill. More voters are rating Trump's presidency as better than expected in hindsight. Yeah, what's the cost of being what? right? The appearance of being wrong at the time. Better more voters are rating expected. Trump's presidency as better than expected. In hindsight, you see the actor Michael Rappaport speaking of friends? Michael, he was one of Phoebe's boyfriends. The I think he was the cop boyfriend of Phoebe. You've seen him around. Big lefty. Big social media Trump hater. He was just on a podcast uh, last week saying he finally had a chance to watch the Charlottesville press conference where it was slandered about Donald Trump that he said there were good people on both sides. That included the uh, white nationalists, and Rappaport said, I I condemned Trump to the hills for that, and I was wrong. I was wrong. He goes, I finally watched it. That's not how it went down. That's not what Trump
1: was imparting. It only took him six years. I know.
0: It took him six years, and the damage, of course, having been done, lie travels—we're just going to do quotes, famous quotes this segment. Lie travels halfway around the world while the truth is still tying its shoes. Um, that's one of those.
1: I didn't know that one. Oh, you didn't? But I like it. Oh, good. See, the there's eye travels purpose. halfway around the world. While, while the, the truth, truth is
0: still tying its shoes. It yeah. yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, I'll use that. Yeah, did you write it down?
1: No. You might want. Would you it. like me to pantomime writing it down again?
0: Whatever it takes for you not to forget it.
1: An elephant never forgets. We're all Republicans around here.
0: Voter Here's the NBC story. Voters are delivering a poor assessment of President Joe Biden's job performance as he and former President Donald Trump prepare for a 2024 rematch. They are also looking back more fondly than before on Trump's tenure in office. Uh, just 14 percent of voters say Biden has done a better job as president than they expected he would. <laughs> so Joe Biden has exceeded 14 percent of the voting population's expectations, according to NBC News. Another 42% say Biden has done a worse job than they expected. That's what you call upside down. But 40% say Trump's presidency was better than expected. 40% say Trump's presidency was better than expected compared to 14% that are saying that it's about Biden. It's
1: almost like they, they gave unfair Low expectations of the previous president. Well,
0: they certainly, I, they certainly did that. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember all the editorials and all the claims of illegitimacy and all the dangerous wars he was going to set off? Not a one. Not a one. Kept the world at peace without without starting any wars, even though that was the narrative. Meanwhile, on this guy, on this president's watch, Joe Biden's watch, how many wars? How many? At least three. Well, I'm um, so
1: curious. Is the fifteen percent?
0: Yeah. Well, there's going to be a natural 15%, because a new poll from AP Ipsos just came out today that has 86% of all voters, over 70% of Democratic voters, think Joe Biden is too old for his job. 86% of all voters. So uh, what is that, uh, 14% again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, there's always going to be this weird 14 Ace, or 15%, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's a base. It might just be dunderheads. (laughs) It it might be dunderheads and it might be ideologues who will concede. It might be the women of The View. I mean, it might be the women on The View who, you know, went whole hog today against the special prosecutors. I I mean, they're out of their mind. The thing is, do they think people think that they're trustworthy? Do they think?
1: Well, I mean, nobody goes around and thinks that people don't trust them.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. I think propagandists know they're propagandists, as con artists know they're con artists. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But I'll tell you this. If they do know, they're debasing themselves, just like everyone who says about Joe Biden, oh, no, in person, he's great. We can't keep up with him. We don't believe you, and we don't think you believe you. You know what that makes you? It makes you a prostitute. These people are prostitutes. And it's not political. It's damn dangerous about this country. When you're doing that about the leadership of this country, it's damn dangerous. We'll be right back. Portions of the show brought to you by our good friends at Y ReFi. They have a secure investment for you that actually helps people and you can earn up to a ten and a quarter percent fixed rate of return and it's not correlated to the stock market or the Federal Reserve. There are absolutely no fees with Y ReFi. You're in control, you can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you like. Of course you get a monthly statement with no surprises, and you get peace of mind. There's no attack on principle if you ever need your money back. It's a secure and collateralized portfolio. Check them out at com. That's invest, the letter Y, then com. or give them a call at 888 YREFI 24. 888 YREFI 24. Did we lose our caller? All right, what was on your mind? What, what is it's you? on my mind. Yeah. It's
1: something I've been thinking about since Thursday evening, Friday no. morning. What? Well, Joe Biden's mind is on my mind and the fact that he's not all there. But it seems to me that we've known this for quite some time. We were talking about this a lot with the basement campaign of 2020, and it really showed up around the debates of 2020. And my question is, if really if we were true to ourselves in our belief, why is it so shocking when this report comes out that we feel as though the government is a headless snake? It feels like we are being insincere to ourselves and if we were true in our belief in 2020 this should more be like a i told you so moment and less of a oh my gosh we are in a constitutional crisis moment
0: well it is a crisis when we learn how bad it is that even federal prosecutors are noticing it about things even as consequentially important as his son's passing but more so because i'm willing to give certain passes on that due to emotion, I suppose, that he didn't know his tenure as vice president. That's not a small thing. Most people who have the privilege of being the vice president of the United States would remember the years that they were vice president of the United States. I saw someone at the New York Times trying to wish that away. There's this weird article. I'm a neuroscientist. We're thinking about Biden's memory and age in the wrong way. And it forgives him. It says, uh, Calling up the date that an event occurred, like the last year of Mr. Biden's vice presidency or the year of his son death, is a complex measure of memory. Remembering that an event took place is different than being able to put a date on when it happened, the latter of which is more challenging with increased age. My God, this is nonsense. You don't know when you were vice president and you're the current president. But, young David, what's interesting about all this is what I said in my monologue. It's not just that the prosecutors put that in there. It's that Merrick Garland, his own attorney general, released it, and he didn't have to. That is like a bat signal being sent up. Something's rotten in the state of Denmark. We got a problem here, Lucy. That's what that meant to me. Merrick Garland didn't have to do it. Anyway, the attorney general thought it was important we all should know. I got to take a break. Yep